0: All right. Hello, everyone. This is the Business Boot edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Brayden. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Sammy Grace. Hello,
1: Brayden. So each week, we usually come to you live from Lubbock's campus where you will hear interviews from our younger and more experienced entrepreneurs who will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you action steps up your leadership and business. But today, we are coming to you live from the Common Grounds Coffee Festival Benefit, the Cleveland Country Habitat for Humanity, held at the Cleveland County Fairgrounds right here in Norman. I
2: love it. The
0: Business Boot podcast partners with Norman Chamber of Commerce, who commerce, advocates to see Norman, Oklahoma be a thriving business community. It is powered by First United Bank, Norman, who's not your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. So a big thank you to Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank for helping seeing our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. So let's get into our first dreamer, of Commerce, Tim Herbal. Tim is the founder of Not Your Average Joe Coffee Shop. He grew up in Hooker, Oklahoma, surrounded by family members who served the community in a variety of ways. Tim created Compadre's Coffee, a white-label roastery, who provided fresh coffee beans for our local coffee shops. After entering some blind taste-testing competitions and winning, he noticed a trend. The coffee that continued to win was Not Your Average Joe. In 2018 tim was approached by a coffee shop in midtown oklahoma city with the opportunity to rebrand the, and open the first not your average show which would open which would not only serve exceptional coffee it would also encourage would encourage atmosphere but inspire the community including adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities into their business today there are three locations including midtown broken arrow and right here my hometown norman oklahoma so tim Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today?
2: I am most excellent. Thanks for having me guys. It's I'm a so excited to be get here. into this
0: interview. Like I am pumped. So we are the Dreamers and Doers podcast, so a question we love to ask, do you consider yourself more of a natural dreamer or doer?
2: Well, uh, everybody can dream, but if you don't do, your dreams don't matter, so both is important, right? Both is, important. I both love is it. important.
0: And we see with a lot of leaders, especially in entrepreneurialism, they tend to be a little bit of both. And so
2: I love seeing that kind of come to fruition.
1: So, going back a little bit to your childhood, what was life like for you growing up?
2: Well, I grew up in the best named town on the planet. I'm a proud graduate of Hooker High. We drove around in the Hooker activity bus and shopped at Hooker Hardware, but this is a family-friendly podcast, so I should (laughs) stop there. But, no, it was great, guys. Uh, Hooker, Oklahoma is a small farming community. My dad was the town butcher. My mom was the town baker. I don't make candles, so don't ask. But it was great because you got to dream big dreams under the stars of the Oklahoma Panhandle and you wanted to make a difference in the world. But your parents taught you, customers always came first, your neighbors always came first, so you learned how to serve the community. And a lot of times, those opportunities of service were built around food. And so you grew up being hospitable and sharing the things that were made in the kitchen.
0: I love that. So kind of going, staying in that you know young aspect, what was your first dream job and did it have anything to do with what you're doing right now
2: absolutely not and that's the way life goes you you plot the course and then there are a few detours but oftentimes the best scenery is on a detour and so you get to learn a lot about yourself as well as life and so I started out in one career field with ministry my second career field was in financial planning and my third has been in uh, helping people through coffee and then uh, my evening job is as an NCAA arena announcer so I get to yell into a microphone and get paid for stress <laughs> relief so it's great
1: I love that so So we know that running a business is no easy feat, so can you tell us your journey to becoming a business owner and where the inspiration came from for providing employment opportunities for adults with disabilities. I
2: appreciate you asking that. So I had an 11 year old nephew. His name was Braxton Andrew Herbal. He was the joy of our family. He was born with cerebral palsy and hydrocephalus and he was excluded his whole life at school, in the community, even at church. And witnessing that it was sad and it was grotesque. And so when he passed away, I promised him if Uncle Tim could ever fight for the cause of inclusion I would do that Uh, as far as working hard in business uh, business is tough and uh, I often tell people this is the best work I've ever done but it's also the hardest work I've ever done and so I think the most valuable lessons in life don't come from school although I did well in school I did well in college and that's great um, but you learn a lot more from your failures than you do right answers on a test. And so our education system probably needs to be amended a little bit uh, to where people can fail uh, because that's when you learn. And if you are honest and humble enough to learn from your mistakes and then tenacious uh, enough to keep going and have a little bit of grit, tenacity, uh, then you will finish uh, the race.
0: I love that. That is really great here. Just a little bit of encouragement there. So a lot of our students and listeners out there, they're young, they're wanting to start a business, or maybe they just have this idea of what a business is or doing something new. And so what do you feel like are some very few important things to know for a student or even an adult that wants to start something new?
2: Well, if you're a dreamer and a doer, then I think one of the things you need to do is obviously write your ideas down. Don't let them escape you. Uh, Great ideas uh, sometimes pass quickly. And so you want to capture them, but I think the second thing you need to do is once you come up with the dream, is you you need to obviously move upon it. And so I used to use an acrostic in my speaking career, and so I would say a dream starts with a desire, a burning desire. We're going to spell the word dream, guys: D R E A M. And so you have that desire, you want to do it, but then you have to go into the research phase, right? You got to figure out what do I need, bring it all to play, uh, come up with your business plan, have other people look at it. Then you get excited about your dream, right? You've done. you know, it's that burning passion. Uh, you've done the research. Now you get so excited though that you announce it and that holds you accountable. So when I tell you, hey, I'm going to do this, well, now I've put it out there into the world. And so someone's going to hold me accountable, but ultimately it's about making it happen, right? So that's why D-R-E-A-M, you know, desire, research, get excited, announce it, but make it happen. Um, I often like looking at presidents and seeing, you know, how effective they were. And oftentimes, you know, we think we're important, right? But I look back at George Bush, the younger one. Uh, often, he was often made fun of because people didn't think he was very smart and, and people would, uh, you know, make fun of him for that. Uh, whether that was right or wrong is irrelevant, but he surrounded himself with people who, inarguably, were brilliant. Uh, the Condoleezza Rices of the world, the Colin Powell's of the world. And so I I want to tell a young dreamer or doer, go surround yourself with brilliant people. And if you don't know brilliant people, take them to coffee. By the way, I know a good coffee shop. You can do that. (laughs) 1001 Elm Avenue. Uh, We actually have five stores now, guys. Uh, Homeland has partnered with us and we are in the new Homeland at 36th and Lincoln, a mile north of the Capitol, as well as up by Lake Hefner. Uh, And we have 41 adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities employed side by side, neurotypical. So this isn't just a place where you come in and there's just special needs adults. It's inclusion at its best. And we made up our own word to be exceptional, A-C-C-E-P-T hyphen I-O-N-A-L, including people of all abilities. And that's what we should do. And so if you're a dreamer, if you're a doer, you know, spell that word dream out. Hey, get your desire, do your research, get excited, announce it, make it happen. But then I, I would encourage you to remember stuff like this because you don't get far in life if you're not kind. And so be kind, especially to people who are different than you. Uh, Any of us could become a special need adult at any time. In fact, we have an adult with special needs at our Broken Arrow store who has a nail in his brain. He was a student at the campus of the University of Oklahoma studying engineering. And in order to pay for school, had a side job in construction. A nail gun went off and it ricocheted and he became a special need adult overnight. And so any of us could find ourselves in that circumstance. And so be kind.
1: Amen. Yeah. I love that so much. So, you know, talking about how obviously business is hard and, you know, we want to kind of act on that. So what has been one of your greatest challenges and how have you overcome that?
2: There are a lot of challenges in business <laughs> uh, and picking one is is difficult. So for example, today we have a missing pallet of coffee. In fact, another coffee roaster here too. Their coffee's in Haskell, Texas. Ours is in Mobile, Alabama. And so we're going to sell out a coffee at a coffee festival. That's pretty sad. Uh, but it happened because, of logistics but logistics beyond their control logistics beyond our control and so how do you handle that you know it's called grace under pressure and and uh i I often equate business to surfing uh you know in surfing you're constantly moving almost every part of your body but it's okay you're having fun and you see the beach you know where you're going uh you're catching the wave and enjoying the ride but you know sometimes you're going to get wiped out uh you just get back on your your board and you go again and as long as you're not lost at sea, hey, you know, life's, life's good. Enjoy, enjoy the ride. Um, another thing that's hard in business is, is, is employees. Uh, they can be the best part of your day, or if they're grouchy, maybe the worst part of your day. Uh, and so, again, learning to be kind and set the tone. Uh, when you go to work uh, as a dreamer and a doer, you, sometimes you have to set the bad part of your day aside as you walk in the door for work because you're there to inspire people.
0: I love that. So I'm going a little bit off script just because I know you're starting to mention this like idea of being kind. I just want to know where does your heart behind just being so kind come from? I know you kinda of hit on it, but kind of elaborate more of like why so kind? I love it
2: though. Well, it comes from Hooker, Oklahoma. It comes from mom and dad and you know, my my nephew. Uh, just the community I was raised in, uh, you guys have heard the phrase, it takes a village. Uh, I tell people the same thing. We're, we're, we're a nonprofit coffee shop, and we built our nonprofit backwards. For three years, we didn't raise money, and we did it all on cash flow, which is incredible when you think about a nonprofit operating on a business chassis. And so now we're raising money and, you know, sending everybody to our website. Hey, you know, give $5 a month to the cause of inclusion at nyaj.coffee. We have a cool website, right? I like it. Not.com.coffee. nyaj.coffee. So that's great. That's one way we can be kind is to help others be kind. But ultimately, uh, I I don't want to dishonor my parents. I don't want to dishonor my nephew, Braxton. Uh, But I believe we were all called to be kind to everybody.
0: I love that. Like, I'm getting, like, goosebumps now. This is so great. All right. I, I love we are the Dreamers and Dreams podcast. And going back to that first question, is there any dream you are working on right now?
2: Well, actually, yes. So we are one of the finalists for a grant called Impact Oklahoma. And on Friday, their committee will be coming to tour uh, our Norman facility to see if we can get a grant for what's called Not Your Average Event. And whether that money comes from them or someone else, we want to take Not Your Average Joe on the road. And so this is really exciting. Imagine, okay, us pulling up to your school in a food truck a, a food bus, uh, or a portable unit that can come inside the building, and imagine me bringing our friends, uh, neurotypical and neurodiverse side by side, and we serve you homemade ice cream, right so you can see what inclusion looks like because you see somebody maybe who has Down syndrome or somebody who 's blind and deaf, and they 're using their skills and they 're not limited by their diagnosis. You see the whole person so hey here 's what inclusion looks like, but now imagine we have an all school assembly. And we talk about why inclusion is important, why it's important to be kind to those that are different. And so we tell stories and we show a PowerPoint presentation about, hey, guys, here's how it even helps you learn better when you include others. And then we talk with the administration. Hey, you should practice inclusion, too. You should have people who are neurodiverse on your staff. And so we're gonna work with your team and your HR department so you can do that. Now imagine if we didn't just do that at schools, though we did that at businesses. And we talk about how inclusion is important, not in terms of just learning, but earning. A CFO, they like the bottom line, right? So what if I told you that inclusion makes the workforce that you have happier? What if I tell you a happier workforce doesn't turn over as much, and so therefore, you don't have to invest as much in training? Is that kind of cool, right? What if I tell you your sales are greater when you include diversity? Hmm, all these things CFOs like, right? The bottom line is getting bigger. It's getting fatter. It's getting blacker. They like that. And so not your average event where we take inclusion on the road and we say, hey, here's what it looks like. Here's why it's important. And here's how you can do it too.
0: I love that. And viewers, if you're not watching this like on a visual aspect, I, have a, I have, like a giant grin on my face the entire time.
1: absolutely amazing. I, I really should be taking notes here. This is <laughs> awesome. So we're starting to wrap down um, this interview. So what is one life lesson that you wish someone in middle or high school would have shared with you?
2: Life is not going to go the way that you think. Mm-hmm. Keep pressing on toward the goal to win the prize. Just don't give up. Uh, And caffeine helps
0: Caffeine helps I love it I love it So for our last question Do you have a tip Of any kind That you would just Want to encourage Our listeners out there Who want to start Their own business Who wants to do something What is that tip
2: Well I guess I'll be A little bit selfish But In giving myself away uh, I've learned a lot. I used to be a financial planner for people who were wealthy. I had NFL clients. I had clients that were at the top of the food chain in the, in the medical world. Uh, I worked on legacy planning. So I know a lot about business from both the front side and the back side. Uh, I would be happy to sit down with any one of your listeners over a cup of coffee. I've mentioned I know a place. So I tell you what, one of the best things you can do is offer to buy a cup of coffee for people who've been where you want to go. So even though I have the coffee shop because it's a nonprofit that supports adults with special needs, You and your listeners can buy the cup of coffee, but I will give you my time for free over that cup of coffee. So that's the tip though. And it doesn't have to be a Tim Herbal. If you want to learn something from somebody, let's say they're a movie producer. Hey, can I buy you a cup of coffee and pick your brain for 15 minutes? Because this is what I want to do. And so you'll be surprised at how many people will say, well, sure, I'll help you. Uh, Who doesn't want to help the next generation do something bigger and better? Because again, if you're kind to others, uh, life will repay you. It's okay.
0: That's so great. Thank you so much for your it time. It is but my pleasure. <laughs> it has been so great. I know the listeners, I know I'm getting better for this. I know the listeners have such an impact. And so, we were to go. where can we find more information about you and the opportunities to volunteer? Maybe even partner with not your average Show.
2: I really really and so glad you asked that. So, Again, N-Y-A-J, which is the first letter of not your average Joe. So go to NYAJ.coffee, not.com not .com, dot coffee. You can donate now uh, that cup of coffee a month to the cause of inclusion. You can sign up to volunteer to do uh, work with our friends. So super excited about that, to volunteer at events like the Common Grounds Coffee Festival uh, here in Cleveland County. Uh, you can also uh, come into our stores. We're at 1001 Elm Avenue, which is south of Elm and Lindsay uh, on the campus of OU. You can come participate. So one of the best ways you can do things, guys, is buy our coffee, come get our homemade ice cream, come have lunch with us, uh, learn about it. F- obviously, follow us on Instagram, NYAJ Norman, NYAJ Midtown, NYAJ Homeland, NYAJ Broken Arrow, And we want to go to other places. We want to be a regional nonprofit. We want to go to Omaha, Nebraska. We want to go to Wichita. We want to go to that other place in Stillwater, you know. Uh, we we, we want to go where we need to go to provide employment for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. We didn't mention this, but 80% of those with IDD are either unemployed or underemployed after high school. That's a travesty. We cannot let that occur. And so every time we open a new location, we're able to hire eight to 12 of our friends and make a difference in the world. And so if you want to help, Great. Volunteer is awesome, but obviously it takes money to do what we do. Uh, Beyond having baristas, we need full-time special needs coordinators. We need transportation. Uh, We we have a lot of other things that we need, like not your average event, right? we got to pay for that. Uh, Let's take the show on the road. So buy our stuff, volunteer with our staff, uh, and just come be a partner by drinking amazing coffee and picking my brain, evidently.
0: I love that. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Absolutely. Sammy, that was an awesome interview. What are some things that stuck out to you?
1: I mean, my brain is just blown from this interview, (laughs) to be completely honest. But to pick one thing, I mean, honestly, it's so simple, but just being kind. And, you know, like, our, this world, as we are starting to be more inclusive, but it just, we've got so much further to go. And I think it is just so amazing that there are people out here that are working hard to do that.
0: The world makes it really easy to not be kind. And so, thank you for being a light into this. Thank you for being kind to people who need it, and but, so. Know, what about you, what do you think? I would just say, kind of going through that, just being kind a ch- chance you get. You know, don't give up on that, just because it makes it really easy. So, viewers, take that action. Be kind in everything you do. Next week, we'll be back with two new business owners, hopefully, inspire, educate you, and give you a powerful point of action to grow your idea or business. And again, you're here on our new platform, so thank you so, so much. We also want to send a huge thank you to Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, the Cleveland County Fairgrounds, and of course, Loveworks Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs. Remember, real leaders, they don't blend in, they stand out. Dream big. And do your dream. Bye, Bye y'all with our next
1: interview, Bee Candle. Bee Candle is a beeswax candle company that offers candles that clean the air, not pollute it. They come in small and large sizes in either unscented or lavender. So, hello, Maddie, Mia, and Ty. How are you guys today? Good. Good. Good, good. So we're going to just jump right into the questions. So for our first question, we're really excited to learn more about your guys' story. So what is Bee Candle? And when did you become more serious about the business? Um, bee
3: candle is a candle um, that is supposed that cleans the toxins out of the air that you breathe instead of contributing toxins into the air. Um, It's also um great for asthma and allergies. We became more serious when we when we found out that that was what bee wax does. But with the lavender, it does disrupt the process because it's chemical. It's chemically processed, and so it doesn't do as much as much cleaning as the yeah. one without lavender. Sure.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. So we're hoping that some that some of our other young entrepreneurs can learn from you guys and how you started your company. So what were some challenges that you faced?
3: Uh, the budget mainly. The beeswax is pretty expensive, so you have to find the right type that's organic in order for it to clean the toxins out of the air. And a lot of places are trying to get more money than necessary for it. That was pretty much the biggest struggle we had.
1: Our did you guys like, overcome that? Uh,
3: we were able to, uh, we went in person to look around in stores instead of just looking online. And we found uh, cheaper, but still good quality. Did you have something to say? The lavender was also one of our issues. Uh, the lavender, when we lit it up for tests, It didn't didn't smell like lavender. And so we did put a little bit on the top once it was dry, and we put a little more in the second one. It smelled a little more, but we still had had troubles
1: with it. Yeah, for sure. So we want to know, obviously, you guys are a young business. So what is one of the biggest things that you guys have learned from your business experience in selling?
3: Um, One of the biggest things we have learned is even when things are hard, you should never give up, and you should save your money for things that you need.
0: Yeah, it's important. So, what was one of your guys' favorite things about starting your own company?
3: To being our own bosses. <laughs> I That's don't great. like being bossed around.
1: Well, yes, yeah, so that is. You have an great. opinion about that?
3: Yeah. Um, my favorite thing was uh, coming
1: together to make candles love that. Well, Maddie, Mia, Ty, thank you all so much for your time. I know that we and those that listen will be so much better for it. So before we head off, where can we learn more about B Candle? Do you guys have. An if account? you have a question, you can email us.
3: We have an email, and we also have a phone number.
1: Right. If you guys want to say that, you totally can.
3: The email is bcandle 2 at gmail.com, and
1: the phone number is 405-982-5750. All right, thank you guys so much. So, Arya, that was an awesome interview. Likewise. What do you think is something that stuck out to you that the audience can go and do now?
0: For me, it was that if you have problems, you should look around for a solution.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I love how they were all just like really, really interested in it. And, you know, they, they didn't get discouraged about their um, challenges and they came over it. Yeah. I love it. So ne- next week, we'll go back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you an action step to help your leadership and grow your ideas in business.
0: We want to send out another huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce, First United Bank, the Cleveland Fairgrounds, and LoveWorks Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs.
1: And remember, real leaders they don't blend in. They stand out. Dream big. And do your dreams. Bye, y'all.